Swim Angelfish is an online certification program that strengthens your teaching curriculum to serve swimmers of all abilities. Swim Angelfish will prepare you and your instructors with the skills to teach swimmers with autism, physical disabilities, anxiety, sensory and motor conditions, and more. Learn to teach skills faster and with more comfort with Swim Angelfish. Apply for an only alpha pool product scholarship and receive up to 50% off your certification. Go to swimangelfish.com today to apply. Looking to host your first swim meet or replacing an old timing system? Run a swim meet with ease from your laptop using superior swim timing. You can use superior swim timing with your existing equipment or they can provide you with a complete timing solution including deck harnesses, buttons, and starter. SST is fully compatible with Hi-Tech and Team Unify, as well as Colorado, Dactronics, and Amiga touchpads. Go to superiorswimtiming.com to learn more and be sure to tell them I sent you. Destro Swim Towers. Gain strength in the water with a tower of power. Save $150 per double swim tower by using code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, at checkout, destromachines.com. All right, welcome back to Inside with Brett Hawk. I'm a swim nerd. We're all swim nerds today. We're talking about European championships. Short course championships are going on. We're going to run through our uh, best male and female performances. We got the swimsuit guy here. And, of course, we got Brett. Guys, what's up? Trick or treat, baby. What's happening? Still working on this candy. You're rotting your teeth. <laughs> Look at this, mate. Still waiting for the kids to come around and get more candy. Come on, kids. My daughter literally was like bouncing off the walls until like 11 o'clock at night Dude, on Halloween. Starburst all day long. The pink yeah. ones. Pink? I wish they just had a bag full of pink ones. Sonny, you do oh, you do Halloween? Green. Of course we do Halloween. Oh, you do? Halloween's big over here. Yeah, yeah. This one. What's that one? Jesus. Yeah. I want all of this. Oh, man. I've just been chomping on it all day long. So if my face gets fatter during the broadcast, you know what's going on. That's right. We're back. Right. Swimming. Let's do swimming. it. Swimming. We're going to talk about some swimming. Uh, there's a lot of swimming going on. We've got European championships again. I feel like we were just talking about European championships like a couple months ago. This time it's uh, the short course version. Uh, a lot of young kids. Um, Sonny, have, did you get a chance to watch anything or are you just browsing yeah, yeah. The, uh, the times? No, like uh, it's streamed on Eurovision over here and uh, free to watch. I watched the heats this morning. Uh, I watched the finals last night, and then I, I sort of was coaching and had the finals on on my phone, just keeping an eye on what's going on because we've got a few energy standard swimmers there, and they're swimming really well, um, and it's good. It's kind of cool, like the World Cup in Kazan happened, and then everyone sort of stayed on, and it's like European champs in Kazan, and apparently that's a fast pour. I don't know if you've ever been there. I, I haven't, but it's three meters deep, and you know it's fast. It's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I've been there uh, for world champs. I think um, twenty fifteen took, took took Bruno there in twenty fifteen. Yeah. yeah, long course, but uh, great venue, great place. Yeah, I love Kazan. Had a good time. 
really surprised because I had a had an awful time in Moscow once. I was in I was in Moscow and oh, that wasn't mm. fun. But Kazan, really cool place. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's nice that they don't have to travel again. Some of them. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Um, the Europeans, anyways. All right. Well, let's get into it here. Um, uh, we talked last week about the European women, how they hadn't won a gold medal at the Olympics. So, you know, while, while I'm watching Europeans and looking at the results, it's definitely in the back of my head. And of course, Sarah Soestrom is, is uh, swimming unbelievable, doing an excellent job. Uh, of course, like she's like the pinnacle, the elite, the number one European swimmer in the world, for sure. Uh, doing it today in the 100 IM. What did she go? 50, 57 nine the semi 57 nine yeah so um we're just gonna run i'm gonna do a my favorite performance for the women's side my favorite performance for the men's side and i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it over to you so my first one is anastasia karpichnikova who's a 20 year old russian girl hmm. kind of known more for her open water uh swimming she actually trains for uh the french guy it kind of reminds you of hulk hogan uh what's uh philip lucas philip philippe Philippe. lucas so um big time french open water coach uh she got let's see here seventh in the mile at the olympics eighth in the 800 kind of ate it in finals both times added 10 seconds to the mile so i don't think it was her uh, most impressive uh, uh, swim meet, but this one certainly has been. So in the 800 freestyle, she went out in her fastest 400 and she came back in almost her fastest 400. She went two best times, best time in the 400 freestyle. She <laughs> out in 400, back in 404 flat Dang. Uh, to go 804, demolish the field. Only five seconds off the world record, to be honest with you. So um, this is a this is a big up and coming distance swimmer right here who's putting things together at a big meet and swimming fast when it matters. Uh, something that she obviously didn't do so much at the Olympics, but uh, she's she's figured it out at this swim meet. So it's going to be exciting to see her her mile. I assume she's swimming the four hundred at this meet too. So see if she can go sub four minutes. Four, yeah, yeah. Yes, I think it was the seventh fastest swim ever in the women's 800 freestyle. I saw that statistic being thrown around. And uh, for those that don't know Philippe Lucas, he's uh, he works you hard. Like uh, there's a British lad training there now called Hector Pardo. He tweets loads of crazy sets. But uh, four days ago, he posted four 400 flies of 515, four 200 flies of 245, four 100 flies of 130, four 50s fly of 45. To finish their week of training off and then he posted a photo of his uh shoulder reconstruction <laughs> literally now a weekend where i can't lift my arms above his head that's oh. what he then put well, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. different to the sort of training me and brett like but uh hey it's getting results apparently if you want to work hard you work hard and become european champion with a with an 804 uh, it's kind of like that theory that I that I always have, you know, you throw enough shit against the wall, something's going to stick, you know. So uh, that's kind of how I feel about it. If you don't, if you don't follow that that young British kid Hector, follow him on Twitter because mm -hmm. he, he's covering everything he's done for like the last year. He oh, was really? the poor, he's this is the same poor kid that got smashed in the eye, almost lost his eyeball 
in op- in the open water in the 10k at the Olympics, I think. And uh, he basically didn't really get to swim. I think he got smashed right at the beginning, and his, he took a picture of his eye, and it wasn't looking too good. But uh, he's uh, he's got some great stuff out there, so fo- make sure you follow him. Oh, here's a here's a picture of Anastasia. That's, that's not him. Nope, that's not, <laughs> definitely that's not, not him. him. <laughs> All right, Anastasia. my second going, uh, keeping it going. You, how about you jump over to your uh, your favorite girl swim this morning, Sonny? Uh, for me, it's Victoria Goons. Um, absolutely phenomenal junior swimmer. You might remember her from going 219 long course breaststroke back at World Juniors in 2015. And um, there's a little bit up and down since then, but a lovely girl. She's part of the Energy Standard team. And, uh, you know, she started to really break through on match three of our ISL campaign. She went a 209, 200 IM, first Turkish girl under 210. Then in match four, she went 208. So, like, dropped another second. And we were like, wow, this is amazing. World Cup in Kazan, she goes 206, so just drops two more seconds, and then uh, goes 430 to win the 400 IM. And actually, if you watch the race, which I, which I, I did, um, it was a brilliant race. She's she's sitting right back at 200. Breaststroke comes through the field, and then two girls come right back at her uh, on the freestyle, and she wins by two 100s, and there's a tied second, two hundredths back from her. So you had three girls separated by two hundredths for the podium. It was a great race. Great, great re-breakout swim from Victoria. And I'm really excited for the rest of her meet and uh, how she does in ISL for us. Nice. Yeah, that's it's interesting how she – I remember when she went 219 in that breaststroke and everyone was talking about this up-and-coming breaststroker, but now here she is swimming, swimming, the, swimming the individual medley and uh, becoming the first Turkish woman to ever win European championships, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the, the other thing I should have mentioned. But I don't know, like she's she's crazy versatile. We we've used her this season at ISL in 200 back, 200 fly, 200 IM, 400 IM, four by 100 freestyle relay. Like all of these things, like she steps up and does them. So probably why she ends up being pretty good at a 400 IM. And uh, we've not actually used her on a 200 breaststroke as of yet. How old is she now? 23. She's still real young. It feels like yesterday she went there, mm-hmm. 219. Hey, Sonny, do we know is there prize money uh, being offered at this European Champs? I did see an article. It's It was some sort of money. Uh, it's not World Champs level, but I don't have it off the top of my head. It's just interesting how, you know, we're just cramming so many meets in these days for swimmers, aren't we? You know, and um, I'm hoping there's some money on it. Uh, you know, gone, gone are the days where it was just kind of uh, happy to have your hotel and, and flight paid for and represent your country, you know, like – it's important to be making money on, on these stages as well, but it just seems like it's you're just going back to back to back. I mean, a lot of these kids are going to be coming straight up to you in what is it in Eindhoven? Eindhoven, yeah. Wow. And then straight to Worlds, like it's it's all going on. There's three hundred thousand euros at this meet. Uh, the top male and top female will get twenty five grand. So mm. I guess that leaves two hundred and fifty grand for uh, for podiums or whatnot. Uh, let me see. If, yeah, I can't find. Yeah, there you go. Prize money pot has been. De- Increased from two twenty to three hundred thousand euros. More money, more money. Yes. Well, we love we love to see it. What about a relay? <clears throat> we just had a world record mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. couple hours ago. The Italian men. Actually, this is perfect. Come, you know, my pick of the of the meet so far is is the young Lamberti, the the Italian 
whose dad is in the International Swimming Hall of Fame. He was multiple world record holder in, in the 100 free, 200 free short course, 200 free long course. He, actually, he held the 200 freestyle long course for, I think, the longest time ever for uh, uh, a guy to hold the 200 free long course. Um, and Grant Hackett broke it. 10 years after he said it in 1989, I think Grant Hackett broke it in Perth in 1999. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, here's here's his dad right there. Giorgio Lamberti. Oh, Back what a, in the day. Famous name. I remember him. He was good. Yeah, he was he was excellent. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. He was I good. <laughs> Held the 200 free world record for 10 years. Yeah, he was all right, wasn't he? He's yeah, done all right. Giorgio Lamberti. Mm. Uh, so anyways, his son, his son is, I think, 20 years old. Um, he, he's, he can kind of do a little bit of everything, but he's gone from becoming, being mainly a butterflyer to now being a backstroker and he is killing it. He just went 22, six, a couple of different times. I think he got second in the 50 back just behind, uh, Kalishnikov who just touched him out. He went 22, six. I mean, uh, yeah, 22, six again on that, on that world record uh, relay leading off in the 50 back, uh, followed by a 25, one 50 breaststroke, a 22, one 50 fly and a 20.2 by the Z man on the end, uh, to do another one of the, this one of the second or third fastest splits ever, uh, 50 freestyle on the back right there. Um, the Italians are killing it They're They were, we talked about them almost every single Olympic final. They always had somebody in the mix what are the Italians doing as this little European country that that's making them swim so fast? Um, they got great swimmers, mate. They're a lot of talent. They, they love swimming in, in Italy. It's a, it's a big sport, you know, and um, great talent, great coaches, a lot of, a lot of good coaches in Italy. It's always been one of those sports that's been revered, you know, like they, they really hold it up in great esteem. It's, uh, seems to have a great federation behind it. Uh, Italian swimmers don't leave Italy, mate. If they if they come from Italy, they stay in Italy. You can't yeah. get an Italian swimmer to swim in the NCAA. Very Never. very rarely, yeah. very rarely. But um, you know, let's let's not look, overlook the Netherlands. The the men here. Right? We've been talking about the Netherlands, the women, for years and years and years. How strong they are. And uh, here we are. We had the men win the, the four by one. Uh, but four by 50 freestyle relay uh, a couple of nights ago. Uh, good for them. You know, big win for them. Uh, I think that that should certainly be mentioned. Good yeah. uh, good buddy of mine, Jesse Poots, was on that one. Yeah, he was on the show about out, out when he was in ISL as well. He, he had a little feature here. Yeah. Um, but no, like they actually come third in the four by 50 medley relay. And the fun thing is that it was the same team as that. So on the, no, there was one swap from Kenzo to Arno Kaminga on the, on the breaststroke. But Stan Pienberg, who who was part of that team last night on the four by fifty, he's from the backstroke, and he's not a backstroke guy. Like he's not a backstroke guy, and they still got the bronze medal. Jesse's a, he's a good fly swimmer, but he's not a fly swimmer. He's a sprint freestyler, and so like they had three sprint freestylers take three of the legs, and uh, Tom De Boer split a twenty point three two anchor good to get the bronze there. medal. So mm. like that, that's and they had, they had all they had four guys in like the top ten in the fifty three heats. Again, obviously, only two can get through, which was Tom and Jesse, who uh, were 20.9 and 21.00. It's a PB for Jesse. He's so close. He wants that 20-point bad. Like, he's been 21.06 at the World Cup. He was 21.1 leading off the relay. 
He's now 21 double and I know he wants that 20 point bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's coming, mate. He, he's in the semi. I saw, I saw the semi results there. Looks like he uh, made it through. He was swimming in Morozov's first semi final. Morozov won mm -hmm. the, the semi. Uh, Tom DeBoer won, uh, got second and Jesse got the th got third. Second. So, oh, I tied for a second. Yeah. 21 yeah. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Tied for a second there. And then, uh, Zabo from Hungary moved through fastest uh, in heat two, semi two. So uh, he's swimming great. Yep. One hundred fly. One hundred fly. Yeah. Tom, Tom, Tomo Havas went a Norwegian record yesterday, forty nine one, then pulled out the final. Ill. Ill. What happened? Uh not feeling good. I, I just, I just read that he was not feeling good. But like, yeah, he was forty nine one in the semi last night, and then he's out. Forty nine six won the final. From Jabo. Wow. Oh, wow. Got the COVID, eh? Yeah. We'll have <laughs> oh, to man. have to call David Marsh. Ask him how his how his stud is doing. Yeah. Sonny, who's who's wandering around in the in the front of your camera there? The front of my camera. I look like someone's oh. walking around. No, but you your camera's not good today, Sonny. What you what are, No, what are, I, what I haven't got a cable to actually use my camera. So I normally use my camera, which is here. Uh, it looks good. I haven't got a cable. I need to get a cable. I know it's well, poor. Effort. At least, at least you sound nice. Still, Mike's doing. It. Needs a haircut though. Definitely needs a haircut. But I'm getting a haircut before I fly to Eindhoven on on, on Monday. Oh, thank God. A lot of people in the comments making some serious comments about your hair. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen. <laughs> what else have we got here? What's what else is? Sunny, who who are your guys? Yeah, so I, again, wanted to call out a few of the uh, energy guys, but Marco Detaglio, he's from on our, he's from on our team in Naples and like wasn't really clicking from there. I think his best 400 was like 344 or 345. And he he was first seed into the final and he come third with a 338, which is a massive PB. His first senior at international medal. He was proper stoked with it. It was a brilliant swim, great back end. So yeah, it was really nice for him to, to see him make a big, Big move in the right direction. But then Ilya Shimanovich in the semi-final of the 100 breast, 55-4. Third fastest swim ever behind his own world record and Adam Peaty's ex-world record. Mm. Yeah. And final That's tomorrow. Fast. Out in 25-8 for breast. What did the Turkish dude do? Emre Sachi is just not not there at the moment. Like he's in, He might be in the final. I think Brexit yeah. results there, but he's just... Since that ISL season, he's just not been there. Well, he didn't. I don't think he showed up at the Olympics very well either. No, he's pulled out the rest of the ISL. He's not going to swim for Iron in Eindhoven. He's he's, he's yeah. done. He's done two oh, matches done. and he's done. Oh, he's done. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. Well, he's he's he seems to be doing pretty good at this meet, though. I mean, he not compared not compared to what he was doing at ISL. Like ISL last year, he was winning everything. Yeah. yeah, he was beating Adam Pete. He was beating Ilya Shimanovich. Like yeah, he was going fifty fives. Yeah, yeah, regularly. Um, he did he's go still young. I think he's um, I think he went twenty one low. Made it back in the fifty free. So twenty one three. Yeah, not 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 too shabby right there. But maybe that breaststroke's just not clicking. I mean, he's a mm. he's a big strong dude. Um, Very big. I mean, uh. I was really excited watching him last year in the ISL. I was like, man, this is this is the next guy that could really, you know, be up there with a PD in the 57 range. And um, it just didn't – I don't know what happened, but hadn't followed through. 
It's, it's funny because his stroke isn't as immaculate as the other guys. Like he starts his pull a little early. He gets into like a little bit of a star shape. Like it's not the most immaculate, but his pullout is probably better than Ilya's. Like it's as good as they come. And, you know, he's six for eight of just yeah, power. Six, but, eight, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, he's just not, not there. Not there. Hey, but uh, what other swimming shows talking about all these Turkish swimmers, huh? There's other swimming shows? <laughs> Good one. No, there was one. <laughs> um, uh, I made a little video uh, for you, Brett. Did you see uh, it? Uh-oh. Let's have a look. What is it? Here, uh, with Ledecky and Titmus. Oh, uh, I, 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 yeah. All right. You don't want to watch it? Show me. No. I don't, not if you don't want to. Show me, show me, show me. Maybe the philosophy is this. Um, hard times create strong people. Strong people create good times. Good times create weak people. Weak people create hard times. Where is Arnie situated now? Where is Molly situated now? Arnie maybe is now in the good times and I've got to make sure she's aware. So Arnie, if you're listening, if you're listening, you've got to be aware that you're heading into the good times, which creates weak people. You have got to be understanding of your situation. Yeah, it just so happened on the same day, pretty much uh, they, they both put out an Instagram post. One of them was talking about Paris and uh, the other one was talking about the horse races, you know. So it was uh, it was interesting to kind of see where they're at on that particular day. Then uh, listen, that doesn't mean anything. Titmus is obviously uh, a champion, proven champion. Um, Ledecky's a proven champion, but you know, Dean had his fears back then when we did that podcast. And I have spoken to Dean, by the way, and he said that's the only podcast he's done. He's had many requests <laughs> to do another podcast, and he's refused everybody felt like ours was uh, just too good didn't want to didn't want to try and top that one but um he had some fears back then uh of, of you know when when uh ariane was on a break of like okay well how's she going to come back how's it gonna how's it gonna be now that she is the olympic champion and um it's just interesting to see what they put out on the same day you know yeah so, i, I thought it was really neat right it was the juxtaposition of both is it is what it is um yeah. Whether it matters or not, who knows? We're, we're going to find out. But it is good to see Kitty Ledecky, you know, going off the blocks with the boys down there at UF and knocking out a 430, 500 freestyle, you know, like it ain't no thing. <laughs> no, she was moving, man. She's getting back after it. So, and, and I love her little tagline. It was basically like, you know, something about on the road to Paris or something, you know, like she's thinking – three years ahead of herself you know like she's not thinking i'm uh, i'm i'm back i'm right you know, she's thinking olympics bam straight off the bat you know uh so you know she's got some she's she's got some uh feelings about she she felt like she may have left some stuff behind she wants to get it back so uh man if we thought we had a great showdown before it's going to be another couple of great years ahead of us with those two going head to head again that's right i hope so and then yeah summer mcintosh i guess uh so Maserati, uh, she's fast this year as well. Yep, yep, she's quick, mate. She's coming. I mean, they're all there. Look, it's going to be there's some just some good, fast young talent, and then Katie's the 
you know, the one that's been there for a while and she's as hungry as ever. So, mate, we've got some racing ahead of us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And there's there's another 14-year-old girl or a 15-year-old girl that no one even knows about right now that's sitting at home about to go to swim practice. And uh, she's going to be there in Paris. So we'll yeah. see. Sure. It won't, it, there will be another. There will be at least another one. It's not going to be a three-horse race. It's, there, there always is another one. Yeah. They For come sure. so quickly. Like, no one knew who David Popovich was a year ago. You know, he's now 144. Like, all these guys, they come fast. Yeah, he's the fastest 350-meter uh, swimmer in the world. And <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he miscount yesterday, Popovich? Come on, mate. Where he are you? He stopped for a while and then didn't make the final. Yeah, I think he stopped for like two or two or three seconds before he realized At he had another 50 mark. left. I mean, who to be who, who who's on who's counting for that guy? There's not counting in the 400. He's counting. Oh, I need. I need. We clearly need counters in the 400. You know, oh, it's short course, know. man. It's not long course. He's he's oh, missed too much school with all those mates. Thinking. He came back on social media, made an appearance. He went off there for a while, but I think he made an appearance to kind of make fun of himself or something. But good for him. Yeah, he's a good. He's a funny guy. You figure it out. But uh, what else we got here? Um, Lily King. Lily King, Lily King was uh, on the podcast. Um, on Monday, um, I brought a little clip here. This is like one of my favorite clips talking about. Talking about how her world record swim when she went 104-1 in the 100 breaststroke and the goal of trying to, you know, try to beat that. That one of, that world record, the 104-1, mm. other than the finish, it's the perfect race. I've watched it a thousand times. It's the perfect race. I've never felt better. I don't know what happened during the race. Like, I totally blacked out. But, like, I know I've never felt better than I did that week in Budapest. Mm. which sucks because i was 20 like <laughs> you know like how much of my career do i have to go um but yeah it's it's one where it's like i i kind of have to chase the impossible which was that race which is kind of fun when you think yeah. about it like i have to i have to chase perfection in order in order you know to to get that world record again i mean i still have it but like you know to make it faster so um it's kind of a it's kind of a fun game it also kind of stinks most of the time but yeah, it's, it's one where I do think I have something left and, you know, I train better than I used to. I'm stronger than I used to be. So there are things I have improved on and there are still other things I can also improve upon to to eventually maybe get to 103. I love this interview with her, mainly just because of who Lily King is, right? Like she's she can't like help herself. She is just an honest person, right? And whatever comes to her brain, she wants to she wants to speak it. Um, which it wasn't in that clip, but there is a clip that we just put out yesterday all about this double standard of how basically being a very confident, outspoken woman, if she was, she said, if she was a guy, everyone in the world would love her because that this alpha male type of a, a of a role. And, but she said being a girl and being confident and outspoken, it's, she got, a lot of negative feedback and was kind of told by people like, yo, keep your mouth shut. Um, and I thought that was just for her to even come out and say that I thought was, was really, it's, it's good. It's good for her. It's good for the sport. It's good for everyone to really know like how these people feel. And when you talk to them about how the media portrays them, it's always interesting, right? It's, 
it's almost never exactly the truth. I thought it was a good interview, man. Uh, I really did. I, I felt like I, I saw more of her there than I've seen her in a, in a number of years. Uh, a couple of people in the comments section too said it was really good. You know, one of the things that disappoints me, Sonny, I don't know if you get this, but I had this really good interview with, with an Olympic champion, world record holder, who's everybody's interested in. Um, she does a great job. You know, I, I want to put it out there and promote it. And I asked her to do the same thing. And, and, and she just didn't on, on social media much, you know, like just kind of didn't really promote it. And I'm like, get people to listen. This is such a great interview. You would think you'd want people to listen and the swim. And this isn't just a Lily King thing. I find this a lot. It's very difficult mm -hmm. to get them to promote their own stuff. Are you finding that too, Sonny? It's, it's a, it's, it's a funny one because you want them to want to promote it because it's, it's like a two way thing. We promote them, they promote us and then swimming just, just elevates, right? More right. people are interested, right. more of your viewers that learn about Lily the more of Lily's followers learn about what you're doing with other guys. Right. It all brings the sport up, brings more attention, makes better swimmers, makes more keen swimmers, makes more involved parties. And uh, I think, I think there's just like, there's such a range of people's approaches of social media. Like some people are very meticulous and particular. They don't want to put certain things on their social media. They mm. want it to be polished. Some people like, people like Chad and Flo, if I tag them on the energy standard account in any of my vlogs or any, mm. any reels I make, they reshare it. I, I don't even know if they look at it. They just reshare it. It's like, mm. yeah, energy standard. That's my team. They've tagged me. It's worth me resharing the tag me in it. It's almost like a trust thing. And some people like, they just won't reshare it for whatever reason. And it, it, it I don't know. I think like, I think we just needed, they, or they, they need to just be more open to it. Like, uh, it's not about helping someone out as much as it's about promoting the sport. Mm. Um, the more people that see your content, my content, other people's content, like it just it just raises the profile. You know, yeah. like how can if someone if if an if Jose Mourinho interviews Cristiano Ronaldo, that's like an all time great interview that's going to get a million views, and yet an Olympic finalist who's coached the two fastest men ever interviews the fastest woman's hundred breaststroker and like we're happy with like two thousand three thousand views mm. like i'm not saying it's bad but it's, it should be much better like again i upload 25 minutes of behind the scenes on of, of the one of the best swimming teams ever and it gets like 500 views in like 10 hours <laughs> and it's like you're seeing personality you're seeing what they're doing before they race it's just like if you had the same thing for manchester united or I don't know the the uh, I don't even know off the top of the head my head like a baseball team, but you're getting a lot more views. You're getting a Atlanta lot Braves, more views. mate. Atlanta Braves. Just there won we the go. Yeah, last night. There you go. Like I don't know, and we 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 need to come to a point where everyone's watching this. You know. Yeah, we've got to get behind each other. That's the thing. It's like lift each other up. You see good content, promote it. You know, even if it's not yours, just put it out. If you see a great interview, if you see someone say something super interesting just get it out you know like let's let's boost our sport like we're it, too long have we just sat down here and we're afraid to kind of promote ourselves like we're, we're in a competitive market now where we're you know I, I i've said this a million times i watch a lot of mma i mean the mm. stuff coming out of mma the content they're putting out the way that promote the fighters are promoting themselves now it's really just elevated that sport to a mm. whole nother level 
And uh, I just think we we can we need to do a better job. I mean, that like again, that that interview with Lily King was incredible. She said some in- incredible stuff. Not from my point of view, from her point of view. Like I want everyone to watch her speak. You know, like there should be there should be a hundred thousand young girls listening to Lily King speak. You know, like it's just that important. There's enough young swimmers out there, and all the young women who want to be promoted on social media and and complain about it. Like this, here's a way to you know, put it out there, you know, just get it out. It's just too good. So let, let's, let, hopefully we can do a, continue to do a better job of that. So yeah, it, um, it, it also doesn't help when <clears throat> it also doesn't help when, you know, did, did USA swimming really back the ISL, the whole idea of the ISL where they, are they promoting the ISL? I mean, so much of it goes back to the, to, to the governing bodies, you know, like, um, USA swimming and FINA and um, are they all really doing the very best they can in terms of marketing the athletes? And I've always felt like, no, <laughs> they haven't. Um, that being said, I did just give FINA some props, you know, last week and on, on Twitter, like getting to see the full race videos on, on social media is, is good. It's big, yeah. That's yeah. big. I mean, Fina's doing some stuff behind the scenes now. I've seen him doing I, some I, fun stuff. I was going to say that that interview with Tom and and Chad was hilarious. Like, I yeah. wish I had an idea. Like, they're good mates, and we we talked about things last yep. week. And Chad just making a bit of a fool of himself with the spelling, but that was hilarious. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that. And there needs to be more from Fina. I think they've done like one or two bits and they've slowed it right down. But oh, I missed it. Oh, so funny. Great yeah. stuff. Fina's putting yeah. out some good stuff. And I think it's because of us, Sonny. You know, yeah. you, me, us, we're putting stuff out and they're catching on to like, oh, there's real content out there that's, that that we can, you know, promote our own sport here. So, like, look, more people are doing it. I think they're catching on. I wish the swimmers would catch on and promote themselves more, like do more stuff. There was even an incident uh, the other day where um, Kyle Chalmers came on our program and then five minutes later came on another program and said exactly the same thing and we both promoted it at the same time i wasn't upset about that you know it's just like hey kyle tell your message to 10 different organizations and get it out 10 different ways i'm okay with that you know like mm. it's not competition in that sense it's just us promoting swimming and i'm all right with that so hey the more they can do that the better push it out push your stories out but uh we Look, that Lily King one, if you haven't seen it, get on it. We've got a great one coming tomorrow. Bobby Gonturo. Good one. Yeah, one of my one of my good friends from a long time ago. If you don't know Bobby, he's probably the the only Indonesian head coach in, in swimming uh in, in NCAA. Uh he swam at the University of Wilmington. Uh he came from Indonesia. And interestingly enough, he like was taught by some surfer guys how to swim. Like when he was a little kid, he was so poor. He didn't have any money to go, go into this, go to the pool. And he was always looking over the fence, trying to sneak in, try to get into the pool. Mm. And these surfer guys from Australia uh, did a bunch of free swim lessons and, and taught Bobby how to swim. And then I think he got a, like a little bit of a scholarship or something to get onto like a, a little swim team. And he, and he refined his skills and he got fast enough to come over and to America and got a swimming scholarship and an education. And 
you know, he got to be coached by some of the great, you know, coach Dave Allen down there at Wilmington, who is just an unbelievable person, won 30 conference titles in a row or however many it was. Um, and he, he, he got to go and he got to learn from Todd DeSorbo and Braden Holloway and Gary Taylor and Mark Bernardino over at NC state. And now he's back as um, the head coach of the university of North Carolina, Wilmington. And he moved there because I guess like he really wanted to be back at the beach, He wanted the lifestyle that he, he just couldn't be away from the beach. He needed that mm. sort of a lifestyle, but I haven't listened to it yet, but he's one of my good buddies and uh, he's got a great story um, that I think everyone should hear. And uh, I'm, I'm, Looking forward to listening to it. Yeah, great story. Bobby Gontura coming out tomorrow. Check it out. Definitely get on it. Inspirational, good guy. A lot of uh, informational too. He tells We talk about sprinting and coaching and there's some good stuff in there. So definitely get on that. We're just trying to push content out. We're trying to, again, shine a light on as many people in our swimming community as we can. Bobby's a good guy doing good things. So check it out. Sonny, what's coming up for you? Well, I was going to say quickly on Bobby, he's a great share of content on Instagram oh, yeah. as well. And, he's and one Facebook of the best. Twitter. Like yeah. I followed him for whatever, like four years when I first started coaching. Mm-hmm. I messaged him once. He, he got back to me. He gave me some ideas. He sent me some drills that he does. And yeah, yeah like a lot of my, my yeah, my sprint freestyle drills come from come from Bobby or NC State at, with, with, in his era. And he's, he's great at sharing. Like he's a very open book. If you're a young, old, anything coach, He'll, he'll, he'll reply to you and he'll have a chat with you about swimming, sprinting. Well, coaching. I mean, this is, this is, we just talked about this for like yeah. five minutes, right? No, no, that's what I wanted to just reiterate. Nobody, nobody did it better than NC State over the last five years on social media. That's one of the reasons why they're probably the best recruiters, too, right? They put everything out there. Every single coach puts stuff oh, out. There he is. And it's Bobby. Top, they sit down uh, and, and, they make sure that they are SIDS and the people that are pushing out content understand how important this thing is too. So um, it certainly is. It's a part of the, it's the way we live. It's the, it's the world we live in today. You got to get your name, got to get your face out there. So uh, NC state did a heck of a job and they continue to do a heck of a job um, pushing content. And Bobby was well, prob- probably the best uh, out of all of them. Well, right now, Bobby's leading the charge. UNC Wilmington's coming on tomorrow. Great show. Thanks for watching this one, Bobby. Thanks for everyone else. We're at the 37 Anything minute else? mark. Last minute. Sonny, um, what do you got coming up? Where are you going? Are you going to Eindhoven? Eindhoven on Monday. So, yeah, I think we have our first match Thursday, Friday next week against Kelly. Energy versus Kelly at last this season. Damn. It's happening. It's going to be good. Um, our swimmers are looking good at, at Europeans. I'm excited. Is Dressel um, going to show up with a full leg tattoo? God knows about Dressel. God knows. Um, they need him to beat us, I'll tell you that. We're, we're looking sharp. We're looking sharp. Chicken over. Silver in the 100 breast today, 104.2. She's going to go off in that 200, I tell you. She's going to go off on that 200. Okay. Um, well, we're looking forward to it. So, yeah, that's me next. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to get on the show from Eindhoven next Wednesday. Maybe bring a guest. No promises, though. No promises. We'll see what time we're training and stuff. But We're going to hold to Definitely promises, mate. We'll get. Last, we'll bring candy. Last, last thing, real quick. A treat. Uh, Christmas stocking stuffers. We got a couple. We're working with a couple of our favorite swimming companies again this year. Uh, Aquavolo, who makes drag socks. Go to aquavolo.com and uh, type in Brett at checkout to receive a discount on your drag socks. 
if you if you're on if you if you haven't worn them yet, uh, get ready because they, uh, as Braden Holloway said, they suck uh, in a good way. Yep, get your drag socks. Christmas, stuff them up. Mm. All right, I'll see you next Andy. week. I'll see Dad first on Sunday. Event, heat, lane, name of swimmer, times and places. It's called Swim Nerd Live, and it allows the data and times from your actual scoreboard to be broadcast and viewed in real time on any smart TV, phone, or other device. There are so many things you can do with this software. A very simple and easy to use necessity for any team or facility that is live streaming their meets results. One click on any device and they're watching your swim meet live in real time. Go to swimpractice.com to learn more.